All right, we're back for another show of Biz Builders, and today I've got Jim Bennett with me. How's it going, Jim? Hey, doing great. You're doing great. Hey, thanks for joining me. Um, kind of anxious to learn more about uh, your journey and, and business um, just from talking to one of your associates. So, you know, start off, just kind of give us a little bit of your background, you know, uh, how you got your career started up to where you're at now. Yeah, I'd love to do that. So, uh, so I, I started my career out of college uh, with Deloitte in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, my, my parents are good people, but my mother was a teacher, my father's a farmer, and uh, they didn't really give me any good advice where to go to school. Or, <laughs> so I really felt fortunate. Uh, you know, I went to Utah State University and, and uh, I'd met my wife. She was from the Los Angeles area and uh, she wanted to be closer to home, met her at school. And so we headed there and I was fortunate, got that job. So I just thought it'd be good to become a CPA and I could make a living and all of that stuff. Well, you know, um, so I spent uh, nearly five years at Deloitte and um, yeah, it's it, I mean, it's a really great training ground, but it's tough. It's a tough place to be. And I did audits, so I didn't do taxes. I did audits, became a CPA, and uh, got recruited to Utah. And uh, thought, you know, I'll just go. I'll start at this controller job. It's a good-sized company, you know, and I'll be. I'll work my way into a nice CFO job over the next five or eight years. Well. Andrew, the, if I took a job, they sold the business. <laughs> so, no, I did. Yeah, it happened to me four or five times. And uh, um, so over about yeah, six years or something. And anyway, one night I was driving home and called my wife and I said, I think I'm going to look for clients. And uh, she's, you know, we had kids and stuff at this point and she was really supportive. And she said, that's a terrible idea. You're an accountant. How are you going to find? any clients you don't know how to sell anything and uh so that was that was good that put me back on my heels and uh so it slowed me down like six months six seven months and uh so then i wrote a few business plans and was like well maybe there's something else i should do and i kept coming back to this part-time cfo uh part-time accounting help idea and uh so that was summer of 2005 and so i quit the last job i had and uh, here I am, and today I'm in, uh, I have 30 offices and like 270 or 80 employees. So how did you, I mean, when I think of like CPA, CFOs, I'm thinking not huge risk takers, more like, you know, by the book, like smart guys. <laughs> so how did you kind of get past that? I mean, because that is a risky thing to go out on your own dude my uh, honestly andrew i uh i was uptight well i'm probably <laughs> a little tight anyway because i'm a cpa but the uh i was super uptight i was scared to death like i would go into every deal like this is the last deal of my life and um i think the good thing that saved me is i realized from all the business experience i had that if i couldn't figure out sales then I probably could make a living, but it wasn't going to be much more than that. And so I've always, the entire time I've been, a, you know, really obsessed with how to sell. So I, I read like crazy. I made about a million mistakes in sales meetings 
I mean, if you can screw it up in a sales meeting, <laughs> give me a call because I can, I can tell you how what not to say. So, that's uh, no, that's that's awesome. Like, what kind of pushed you to actually start? you know, your own business. I mean, it sounds like you had some pretty good level positions where you, you know, were probably making, you know, decent salaries and probably had some good security. You know, was there anything that really kind of was pushing you that way? Well, I, you know, I kept having bad luck. They would put the business up for sale and uh, you know, these weren't, it wasn't like they sold it next week. They'd sell it over 12, 18 months. Right. And uh, it was good experience. I learned a lot. You work a lot around transactions um, I didn't ever get it. I mean, I got little tiny hits, a little bit of equity, a bonus, you know, nothing that was like, oh, this is going to make my life, you know, right. and uh, I think it was that I always, I always wanted to do my own thing. So somewhere deep down, I guess I've got some wires crossed that, you know, between being an accountant, right. and being an entrepreneur, I guess the wiring screwed up. And Anyway, yeah, I can't imagine now doing anything else. What kind of challenges did you face that like kind of blindsided you? You weren't even thinking about that when you, you launched that business to start with. So I'll give you an example. So I, uh, so about a month in, I hired a part-time person and she had worked for me before. And so I go from, you know, summer of 05 to about Christmas time and, and I rounded up couple more jobs and she said to me i don't want to split jobs i just want to do this and so she went and quit her job and i was like oh gosh don't quit your job i don't know if i can pay you and uh but it worked out fine and then we go till about march or april and our biggest client called on a tuesday night and said don't come back tomorrow and i was like what do you mean did we do something wrong he goes no no uh, we were working for the CFO. That's who we, were, we reported to at a, at a big company. And he said, no, the CEO just found out how much I paid you guys over the last four months and said, you can't come back. And so literally, dude, I lost 40% of my revenue on a Tuesday night. One call. Wow. And, you know, I've got kids at home. I've got her and her family. She had several kids and I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to use inappropriate metaphors. <laughs> you know, was wasn't good. Pretty freaked out. And, uh, you know, what do you do? And what I started to learn is that you, uh, you've got to sell all the time. It's just got to be a consistent effort and then you won't get blindsided. And, yep. um, I'm not going to say we don't, we don't have things happen like that now. It just doesn't matter as much when you serve 600 companies. Yeah, no, that's, that's a big, big um, plus. So how did, how were you able to kind of scale the company um, from, you know, basically you and a part-time person up to, you know, now we have like 20, 30 plus locations. Yeah. So, you know, what's funny. I negotiated with my wife, it's funny to say you're negotiating. <laughs> you always have to negotiate with the wife. What do you mean? <laughs> so I said to her, I said, if I can, if I can bring home my old salary, will you just, will you just be okay with that? And uh, I mean, it, it wasn't that simple. It took a few rounds, <laughs> but 
finally she said, okay, you know, cause that means I'm, me and the kids are okay. And, uh, and then I said, cause I'm going to take the other money and I want to grill. And I didn't ever raise money. Right. I just did with that. And so, so that's what I did. I would, I would just take extra profits. I built up a little reserve. So if I had, had a bad collections week or month, I could still be okay. And I would take anything above this little reserve and I would go hire the next employee. And it's chicken and egg, man, because you're like, should I hire this next person? Because I don't have enough. Right. Work for them. And how am I going to get that work? And they're going to want to be paid. And yeah, it's uh, anyway, but that's what I did. And then when I started open offices, it was much the same approach. It was like, I need to set aside this much cash to open the city. And at first it was just guessing. Now I have a pretty good idea. And so how many cities are you in now? I think we're in uh, 30 cities. Nice. So kind of tell me like more about what you guys do exactly. Who's your ideal client and um, you know, what, what services do you offer? Oh, thanks man. Uh, so we, we do um, part-time CFOs, part-time controllers, staff accountants, and we even do bookkeeping. So really anything on the accounting or finance side of a business, that you don't want to uh, hire a full-time person, we can do it. And we're very conscious of how to fit that together with a budget or whatever. So anything you would consider a CFO doing, a controller doing, um, yeah, even the bookkeeping. So, um, so we really have two clients. Um, our first client is from almost startup, but once you get big enough to start to feel some pain around your accounting, like, Pain like I should be at home with my loved ones, not doing accounting at midnight or Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I hate QuickBooks. <laughs> I hate QuickBooks. You know, then maybe bookkeeping will fit. But if you're doing three, five, 10 million, then you realize that your office manager might be in over their head or heaven forbid they quit, then we can come in with a part-time controller. Uh, if you're gonna raise money, a, a part-time CFO is good. If you're, if you're doing some things with your bank, if you're putting in a new system, um, if you got behind and you just need to catch up or maybe you need some process and procedure around month end. Um, so those, it fits really good, you know, from young companies to about 50 million in revenue for that part-time stuff. And then we take those same employees, CFOs and controllers, and we use them on large company projects. Large companies will outsource projects and they'll say, hey, we need three people for six months to do this project. And so we do that. So those are really our two main clients. And then we do have clients that just come in for bookkeeping, um, but that's a much smaller segment of what we do. Now, do you guys go on site or is this all done from your offices? Just, you know, virtually, yeah, cool. and it might be different now because of COVID, but. So that's, that's right. So pre COVID we were like 98% of the work was on site at the company location. Um, here we are mid September. Now uh, we're about, 30, 40% on site and the rest is remote. And I think it's probably going to stay like that going forward. So now that you, um, you've got roughly 30 locations, how, how many um, employees or how does it work? Cause I saw, I saw it said that you guys aren't a franchise. Is it kind of like partnerships with, with local people in the markets or. So, so it's a partnership. And uh, if you run a city, then uh, we have two titles. You can be a partner or a market president. You kind of have the same responsibility 
little different in, in risk and upside. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not a franchise. It, it, we act like a franchise, I mean, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. uh, we've centralized a lot of things that we don't need out in the field offices. So field offices should be focused on selling and doing the work, execution. Um, and corporate, you know, that's where we have accounting, HR, uh, payroll, training, legal, a data team, uh, recruiting team, call center team. Um, I'm sure I left people out, but that's a uh, training team. So that's, that's where that's all at. Marketing is all, so all that's centralized. That, that definitely helps keep those costs down and give you that growth. What is your day-to-day -day like now? I mean, are you, I mean, are you, you're not still in the weeds of everything or, or are you? Um, I've been in the weeds up until just recently. So a couple of years ago, uh, my COO left and I brought in another person to be the chief operating officer. That person is now the president and he, uh, he takes care of a lot of details. Um, it's kind of nice because I get to do things I enjoy. I like working on training. I really like being on the sales side. Um, and then I still get the, you know, I still get the legal problems. <laughs> right. So usually if, if there's a problem that makes its way to my desk, it's, uh, yeah, it's super cool. You know, it's like, the <laughs> it's like, ah, that's cool though, that the, uh, the sales you enjoy now. I mean, cause a lot of times, you know, the financial or the CPAs are not, you know, they don't like the sales side of things. They're into the numbers and, well, you know, and we, so I have 34, 35 salespeople full-time. And so then if you think about that, it allows us to have, to play to strengths. So the salespeople go source to jobs and then we have a salesperson and, a, and an accounting, uh, accountant finance person in the meeting so we can show them the solution, the prospect. And that's where it starts to work together. And yeah, it's been really cool. And uh, I'm really into training. I think training is a key to scale. I think training is a key to culture. So we've written a ton of training. So what's the ultimate goal then that you have for the company? I mean, how, how big are you looking to scale it? And uh, so we're at, uh, I think we're around 250 full time, I think it's about 280. Because we do have some contractors and we do have some part-time people that are, we always, we start people part-time and then they transition over a couple months to full-time. Um, I think, you know, I think over the next four or five years, we could double in size, which wow. that's a lot of growth. Yeah, that's huge. And that's going to, you know, make sure that those processes and procedures are all streamlined and, and smooth. Well, and... If I was in hindsight, Andrew, if I was going to give somebody advice that's maybe just getting maybe a year in, I would just say really try to to build processes and procedures around everything you do and try to get get what's in your head that's worked out on paper because then you can show it to somebody else and you can teach yeah. them smiling. That has been one of the toughest things for me, I think, in my career. I've, I'm 41. I've pretty much been full-time entrepreneur since I was 19 and getting what's in here down that I still need to work on that better. But, um, I agree. That's, it's a, what you need to be able to scale anything. Um, I so 
I waited far too long, Andrew, to do that. If I'd have started to say, hey, this worked, let's, let's uh, spend a little time and document it, and how could we show somebody else how to do it? If I'd have started on that like five years sooner, we would already be twice as big. Now, have you, you know, as you're building this successful business, have you um, looked at other opportunities during that time? Um, or have you been like razor focused on, you know, now CFO? I'm probably 90% razor focused on now CFO. There's, there's been a few ideas that have come about. So for instance, we, we've just taken on a couple of training engagements where we're helping other companies build their training and uh, just to see what that would be like. And so that's interesting, you know, and we're learning a lot and we're get to get to help someone else. And it's kind of getting this magic out of the, the, the CEO's head. <laughs> yeah. It's, cool. it's a cool process. Yeah, I would think. And I mean, you know, I know for myself, I've always had kind of those small businesses. I mean, I'd say on the big, on the big side, you know, you're talking a dozen, two dozen full-time people for me, you know, in professional sports, there's a lot of part-time people and, and uh, you know, so it adds up, but that has never been my strength, the financial side that that's always been because I'm more of that sales and marketing mindset and uh, QuickBooks doesn't like me. So I make my <laughs> wife do that side of it and she works with our CPAs and, you know, people that help us. I think the key to success is knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses and a weakness could be just not interested, you know, so a lot of this, a lot of now CFO and outsourcing is really to allow owners, uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs like you to play to their strengths and we can supply the data. We can oversee the accounting department. There's, you know, there's so many things we can do, help you with KPIs, that kind of thing that you probably don't want to do, but yet you need the information so you can make better decisions. And that's our whole goal is, is to create financial visibility. And yeah. we define that as having relevant, timely, insightful um, information and ac accuracy too. So if you've got relevant, timely, accurate, insightful information, you can take your gut feel and marry those together and then you get far better decisions. I used to always get too hung up on like the cost. Okay, what's my cost to have that service? And instead of looking at it as it's an investment so that I can maximize what I do really well. And once I was able to kind of do that, I've been able to see more success. So I know that that's probably, you know, a struggle for some new entrepreneurs or people coming out there. But um, I mean, this kind of service, if it's, if, you, if you're not a financial person, you know, for me, why am I going to waste the time on that when I can get a professional for, you know, maybe a, a portion of what it would cost me to hire somebody. And I don't have, I have that peace of mind so yeah. I can go out and sell, grow That's the business. Exactly right. I mean, look, if, if we were just doing even like bookkeeping for a new business and, uh, and let's say it's growing fast. So it takes two or three hours a week, my guess is take a good entrepreneur, they could go add a, a sale every week in that two or three hours. Exactly. Two or three hours becomes like 20 minutes to review this stuff. Right. And yeah. now it's not painful. It's like, oh, now I can see it. And if it takes me three hours, it's probably taking you guys 20 minutes. 
<laughs> to 30 minutes, you know, because, you know, it's what you guys do. So I definitely, uh, you know, see the value. So you definitely, you still, you do work with some startups with some small companies oh, yeah. and, you know, all the way up to, uh, um, you know, 50, 50 million ish. So, I mean, you got good size. Do you guys do um, payroll services and things like that as well? Or is it more um, P&L type? A little bit of payroll. Usually we just go ahead and outsource that. There's, there's a lot of companies that do that for very, very little. Um, yeah. But we'll help gather up the information, push it over. Um, it's, it's really more focused on the value add of, of uh, helping you not only get your numbers, but can we analyze them? What do they mean? How can they help us? If you could go back now and tell yourself, like, give yourself some advice before you took that plunge into business ownership, what would you kind of tell yourself? Um, that's a great question. The, uh, you know, the funny thing is, I, I was 36 when I started the business, and I wish I'd have started five years sooner, but at the same time, I probably needed that five years of experience to be able to make it happen. So I would say jump in, you know, don't wait. Because if you really wanna run a business or have your own business, you can uh, sit in a crappy job for far too long and be unhappy. Um, and although being business owners, Andrew, it's it can be a lot more scary, right? Because it's <laughs> a steady check or anything. But really look at what makes you happy. Um, I think that's a big piece of this. And you if you build a $300,000 business that takes care of you, or you build a $300 million business, because that's how you're wired, it'll be a great ride. I can't imagine doing anything else the last 15 years that I could have learned more at. Right. Well, and, and the thing is, I think a lot of people get caught up on, man, I just, I don't know this or that. And to be honest, the only way you're gonna know most of the time is to get out there and, and force yourself to figure it out. I mean, I, I know I've fallen on my face a couple times over the last 20 years and, you know, but if I hadn't gone out and, and just took, taken that plunge, there's just some stuff you're not going to learn until you get into it. Right. And that's pretty much any industry. And you can, you can create some safety. We do this a lot for people where it's like, look, build a little bit of reserve. Don't, don't just spend everything. Let's pay some taxes, build a reserve. Let's build a safety net so that we have a little bit of a cushion fall if we do make a mistake. And Andrew, I don't want anybody to think this has been easy and I've made a lot of mistakes, but that little cash reserve, and over the years I've had to grow that cash reserve quite a bit, that cash reserve just really softens the, the fall, the, you know, cushions the fall when you make a mistake. And yeah, then you can get back up, dust yourself off, and go at it again. So before 2005, how long had this kind of been in your head that, you know, it's something that you're potentially interested in? I mean, was this at a younger age, or was this kind of something after you've gone through a few of those transitions that really got you thinking about it? Well, if you did, if you sat me down as a senior in high school, I'd have told you I was going to be a stockbroker and then start a business. And uh, I never, I never got to the stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was there. I, I always wanted to be in business. You know, my father being a farmer, that's just like a small business. And yep. uh, getting to see that, and and there's definitely ups and downs. But um, 
I always wanted to do it. So if you've got an inkling to do it, you probably ought to start to test the waters. Yeah. How has um, COVID affected um, your operation? So we, we went through about four months of a slowdown. Uh, we lost about, uh, well, lost isn't the right word. We had a lot of companies just put us on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were down about 20%. And that takes all the fun out of it because now you're in your reserves, <laughs> you know, to pay some bills. Um, but, you know, we're starting to see things come back a little bit. Um, so hopefully the whole economy will come back. I mean, everyone should be realistic. We're in a recession. They just haven't said officially we're in a recession. And, um, you know, just, a. but there's a lot of good signs out there. It doesn't need to be a deep recession and I hope it won't be. I was kind of talking to some other people the other day, it was on the sports side and, you know, I really think that a lot of professional sports teams are going to start outsourcing a lot more things like sales and marketing and ticket sales. And do you think, you know, that will happen now because of COVID where, you know, a lot of companies, they, they shrank, um, you know, they're getting very lean. Do you think this is like a good opportunity for you guys to now kind of come out there and say, Hey, here's another solution. Instead of fully staffing back up, you know, if you only staff up half, we can fill the other half and save you some money. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I don't think it's just in accounting. I think it's across um, lots of, lots of industries. I think you're going to see a lot of specialization um, because you can drive costs down. So payroll is a good example. You know, ADP processes, what, one fifth of their, the checks in America or something. And, and they are very good at it. They're very efficient and it's less. And, they had, and, and yet they have good margin. And so I think we can see lots and lots of processes, things happen like that. And so I'm hoping it'll boost us. And I think you'll see a lot of it just like you were talking about. So tell everyone um, how they can learn more about you guys. Yeah, so nowcfo.com is the easiest way. Uh, there's an 800 number on there. And you know, uh, we do a lot of probably 150 meetings a week where we just spend some time at a whiteboard. I got a whiteboard right here. And we just walk through some of the things you might need or want as your company grows. Um, and if nothing else, you'll learn a lot. And we're happy to do that. My partners and I, the market presidents, we can walk you through and say, this is what bigger companies do would this benefit your company at its current stage? And if the answer is no, it doesn't benefit it, uh, you'll still learn a lot. It'd be really, really a great meeting. It takes 30 minutes and uh, yeah, we like doing it. I mean, our goal, Andrew, is really to lift everyone, lift our clients towards their success and to lift the people that work at Now CFO so that they're better in their career, however that turns out. And, and uh, I'm not just on a soapbox saying that if you, when you can come around to that and you have that kind of goal, man, it's a lot, you're a lot happier. It's all, you drive home at night feeling like you've done something that was worth doing and the money will. Yeah. I was going to say, and it's cool to, you know, to help these businesses to, to, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, rewarding. And, and for me, I always loved the startup phase of businesses. So um, that's why I'm looking at getting into more stuff where I can help people take that leap because I know how challenging it is, but I know how rewarding it can be. So 
I think it's really cool what you guys are doing. It's kind of similar, except I'm not a financial guy. So um, every business has a lot of needs and, you know, whether you're in marketing or legal or sales or product or, you know, design engineering, there's, there's just so many things that businesses need. And uh, um, we can really provide each other a lot of lift and create a lot of commerce and help each other win. Yep. I, I saw on your website too, it looked like, you know, for your growth plans, you have some open positions or you will in the near future. So if uh, people are out there, check out that because they're stuff all over the country. It looked like at your different yeah. offices. So yeah, it'll be sure. fun to kind of watch that growth over the next few years. I, I know you got some offices close to me. I'm in Orlando. So, um, you know, if you come visit this office, make sure you hit me up. Um, so we can have some lunch, but I appreciate you joining me. It was good chatting with you. Um, real excited to, to kind of follow your, uh, your journey. Well, Andrew, thank you. I'm honored to be a guest and, uh, um, yeah, really appreciate you putting this together.